All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do me a favor and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications and participate in the conversation by commenting down below and upvoting the video itself. I'm here with Pratt Rogers, part of our weekly thing, his debut on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. How you doing, Pratt? What's up, Stephen? Glad to be here, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, uh, lots of stuff going on. Specifically, Ole Miss hired Pete Golding from the Alabama Crimson Tide. We can talk about some manics of how he got here, but it happened. Um, what do you think about that hire, and what are you looking forward to? Super exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be a great hire. Um, Pete Golding is a national level no, national level recruiter, and I think he's only going to make this program better. I don't think there's um, any facet that would give you a cause for concern bringing over a, a coordinator from Bama. Um, I guess my only commentary outside that, Stephen, uh, sure do wish that we could keep Partridge in some capacity. Uh, I think he's an excellent recruiter as well. I uh, don't know the exact NCAA rules on being able to keep a coach who's not necessarily a position coach, kind of the Barney Farrar um, role, shall we say. But uh, I would love to see Partridge serve in some capacity uh, on the program because I do think he does a great job recruiting. Yeah, I, I do think that ship's probably sailed, but I, I understand what you're saying altogether. Now, on this show, we talked a little bit about or on the earlier segments about the style of the defense that is going to be played because – I had somebody call and tell me that it's not necessarily going to be the same stuff that he did at Alabama. He's going to incorporate probably some of his earlier stuff at UTSA. What do you think that Ole Miss fans need to take? Do they need to take the Alabama defensive coordinator stuff, or is it more important for them to look backwards to the UTSA stuff so they can see exactly, hey, it hasn't always been five stars everywhere with him. You can see at this level this is a good defense. Probably a little bit of both, uh, Stephen. I think that if we're being completely realistic about it, I think Nick Saban had a large input on that Bama defense. Obviously, you're playing with a tremendous amount of five stars. So there's some sort of um, bias there almost of uh, having a nationally ranked top 10 defense uh, year over year. Um, but I think what put Pete Golding on the map was his days before Bama. I think that's the exciting stuff that he can bring to Oxford. He revitalized prior programs. He can do it in Oxford. So um, uh, I know our defense is ranked somewhere around 50 or 60 or nationally. Stephen, you may know that off the top of your head. But um, hopefully we can really drop that down to a meaningful number, hopefully. Yeah, Ole Miss has not had a top 50 defense since 2015. That's the last time that's, they had a top 15. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, all right, so we're getting ready to close the transfer portal. It will close tomorrow at midnight. Um, and Ole Miss is developing some momentum as it gets to the end of this period. Now, remember, with the transfer portal window closing, it just means you can't go into the portal. It doesn't mean you can't come out of the portal. So it's still going to go on past that. But for the time being, the entrance closing will end Wednesday at midnight. Prep, 
We've heard rumors about Walker Howard. We've heard rumors about other players out there. What, what do you think transfer portal-wise Ole Miss needs to do closing out? Quite frankly, I think we need to do a lot. I think, Stephen, I think we've taken a step backwards, honestly, and recruiting, if you look at it from a yearly basis last year, I think we uh, had a, uh, a much more filled class, a um, – a better high school turnout. I think the portal was just a booming success, but I think people have kind of called on to the portal strategy as a whole. I think it's a copycat league, and I think that Kiffin had an exorbitant amount of success through that. And you're kind of looking around like, man, we we better land a few of these guys within the next few weeks or so before the uh, – the transfer window transfer window closes. Um, I, I think it would be hard pressed to feel ultra optimistic right now, um, unless we land a few of these name brand players like like a Walker Howard. Uh, obviously, I think that it's between TCU, maybe Florida, Ole Miss, but I think that um, supposedly the visit went great. Don't know exact details on that, but super exciting that he stayed as long as he did. And um, I read one report, I think on Twitter, that uh, his father said he was quote unquote blown away with the visit in Oxford. So that's, that's extremely encouraging, but we truly need a win like that right now. Yeah. And, and right, right now um, I've heard different stuff through the grapevine on him, but it looks very, very, very good for Ole Miss at this point. But in the age of NIL, you, you never can tell what's going on. One thing's for certain, though. I don't know if you know who Jamie Howard is, his dad. He was the quarterback for LSU in 1994 and was the quarterback in the interception game where he threw three pick sixes in one game and two other interceptions. It's one of the um, worst performances I've seen in a college football game. I would love Walker Howard to go to Ole Miss just so I could interview Jamie and ask him about that game. Yep. I knew he was a, uh, I knew his dad was LSU QB. Mm. I knew that um, he had LSU family. I didn't know that backstory. That's awesome. Uh, mm. I hope uh, that he's able to throw three touchdowns on LSU this year. How about that? Yeah. Just um, search YouTube. Anybody's looking on there. It's Jamie Howard. Um, interception game Auburn um, and it'll come up and it's like two and a half minutes long and I, you just felt so bad for the kid as bad as everybody fat felt for Matt Corral in Fayetteville you're going to feel 10 times worse for Jamie in this game it, 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 was, it was horrible there's even tip passes going against him it, it, it was awful now take a look at it yeah seriously um, now the rest of the quarterback room now, we've heard rumors that Ole Miss may not stop with Walker Howard. There could be others that um, are being recruited at the same time. And we do not know how this is going to play out. But how do you look at the quarterback room right now? Pretty empty. Um, you know, especially if Kincaid Dent doesn't come back and do some sort of grad program, which seems pretty unlikely at this point. Um, I... I don't know really where where your leads are other than, you know, it sounds like Mike Mike Wright from Bandy is pretty ready to go. Um, I don't know if it's kind of a wait-and-see approach and see if we could land somebody like a Walker Howard or if this – or if 
that reporting is not 100% accurate on Mike Wright, that he's really truly evaluating a lot of different scenarios. Um, but it would be pretty catastrophic, I feel like, not to have a at least somewhat serviceable backup quarterback. Yeah, but also it's important to know that if something, for some reason, Ole Miss completely whiffs in January, uh, it's not the end of the world. Now, it would suck, and I'm not saying it wouldn't suck, but there's still an opportunity to get – there's other opportunities to get quarterbacks, and you won't be saddled with a couple of walk-ons going into the season. I think it's important that people realize that, even though Walker Howard, like I said, very, very positive news going on. Spencer Sanders has been very positive news, even though that makes really no sense to me. And Mike Wright, really positive news. I do not think Ole Miss whiffs on all three of those. Well, Stephen, you bring up a good point in kind of a doomsday scenario, if we mm -hmm. do whiff on all three, that mm -hmm. there is a secondary portal window that Ole Miss could hope end up signing a serviceable quarterback. But you know, I think that's a few and far between game to play. I think not only is probably that secondary window even more uh, aggressive and maybe tumultuous than the existing portal window, I think that I, I don't know the talent level that would be in the secondary portal. Uh, feel free to disagree with me on that, but I think that um, I think it would be a tall task to pull, to pull somebody who could really be the number two guy behind Dart and do a good job and come in and really give Dart a run for his money. And especially with the, the secondary portal being later, you have to learn the playbook. I mean, there's just, there's a lot that goes into it that I think would be, make things much more difficult. It's also um, worth it to remember to Ole Miss fans that followed last year's window and all the success. Most of the commitments, the big name commitments that everybody thinks of, they signed after today. So there's still some work to be done because Ole Miss has a notoriously late drop ad period. Like Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg got there, I think, like February 2nd or something like that. So because Ole Miss has a later time frame, they have a little bit more time to work with players and get that done. Whereas some schools are in school right now. They've already, like at Florida, they've already started classes. Um, and they are getting close to the end of the drop ad period and things like that. So Ole Miss has an advantage in that range in the transfer portal with the fact that they just start so late. Would you say, though, I mean, you've got to expect a decision from somebody like a, a Walker Howard within the next 48 hours or a Mike Wright or Spencer that, Sanders, whoever it may be, it's probably got to be relatively quickly. Uh, oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, Walker Howard himself said he wanted to um, announce before Wednesday. So you've got 48 hours right there. You're going to find out. But this is what I think is happening with the quarterbacks. Now, we can talk all day long about how Ole Miss would like to sign all three. And you're going to hear that from people from time to time. But I think there is a pecking order that Ole Miss is ready to go on. One is going to be Walker Howard. When Walker Howard makes his decision, that's where it's over. That's the first thing, he's a top 50 player. He's a near five-star. The second one is um, Spencer Sanders, and in case of emergency quarterback, that if Walker Howard says no. And the third one, if both of them get away, will be Mike Wright. And I think Ole Miss gets one of them, but I think that's the order that they sit in. And they might sign two. I do not think they will sign three. 
you know, it's at least encouraging that your third option is somebody like a Mike Wright. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're trying to put a positive spin on kind of this recruiting season that's been the way it's been, um, I think Mike Wright could really be a complimentary force to Jackson Dart. Well, he's a great – Dart's a great runner, uh, very mobile quarterback. I think somebody like Mike Wright could really bring maybe a wildcat wildcat flair to the game or um, – Trick plays. I mean, I think somebody like that really brings a different dimension than your typical drop back, you know, three step drop quarterback. Somebody like that. Somebody that like Dart who would make a living off that in the NFL. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our new, brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball, and if the season goes the way it's been going, those guys might, all of a sudden, Ole Miss might be newsworthy come the end of February. So we'll see how that goes. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, thank you very much, Pratt, for stopping by. Um, we'll continue to do it next week. Always a lot of fun, bud. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Hotty toddy. See ya. 